Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the 14th day of November 2022. Can anyone explain why we're already being inundated with Christmas ads? William Thompson, born into an intellectual family in the summer of 1824, what at first glance seems unique, he entered Glasgow University on this day in 1834. 10 seems like a precocious age for a college student, but it may have been more of a preparatory course of study as opposed to full college-level classes. In any case, Thompson was very well educated for the time and will be part of several well-known endeavors. He was an engineer on the first successful transatlantic telegraph cable and defined the Kelvin temperature scale. The novel Moby Dick is published in the U.S. in 1851. 32 years later, Robert Louis Stevenson publishes Treasure Island. How many have read one or both of those works? Nellie Bly was the pen name of female journalist Elizabeth Cochran. On this day in 1889, the intrepid Cochran departs New York on a planned 80-day trip around the world. She is successful and returns in 72 days and 6 hours. The feat has been conceived in the Jules Verne tale of Phineas Fogg, but had not been attempted. Cochran will leave journalism after the trip and will have an interesting career in industry, but lost a fortune due to poor management and employee theft. Albert Einstein presents his theory that light travels as particles of energy called photons. The year is 1908. Eugene Ellie wraps an inflated inner tube around himself as a life preserver and attempts the first airplane takeoff from the deck of a ship in 1910. The attempt is successful, despite the tail of the wheels dipped into the water. The Nazi government begins depriving Jews of citizenship in 1935. It's the beginning of a decade-long atrocity. The single, Georgia on My Mind, makes the number one slot for Ray Charles in 1960. 1965 is the day the first major engagement between American and North Vietnamese troops in the Southeast Asia War. The second mission that will take men to the surface of the moon, Apollo 12, launches on this day in 1969. There were three missions planned in rapid succession between the summer of 69 until the spring of 1970. The first, Apollo 11, was hugely successful, as was 12. Apollo 13 was not, and thoroughly tested the ability of NASA and the crews to improvise. Do you recall the film We Are Marshall? On this day in 1970, the Marshall University football team is killed when their chartered flight crashes short of the airport in poor weather. It's the greatest tragedy in college sports history. The exact cause is still debated. The pilots thought they were on a correct descent path until seconds before the crash. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closes above 1,000 for the first time in 1972. Adjusted for inflation, that would be 7,000 today. The average this morning was just short of 33,800. Despite all of the ups and downs, negative press, and so forth, an investment 50 years ago would have a quite reasonable rate of return. The idea of long-term investing in the market is quite valid today. If the typical young person would invest even 5 to 10% of their income regularly, retirement funds would not be an issue. But we are not disciplined enough. We also tend to forget that 15% of our income is paid into Social Security in exchange for a pittance. 
Yet any public discussion of the topic is turned into political fodder and has been since Barry Goldwater raised the issue in 1964. We quickly lose track of British royals who are not in the line for the throne. Princess Anne, younger sister to now King Charles, is married on this day in 1973. She was born third in line for the throne behind her mother and older brother. Today, she is 16th. 1979, President Carter freezes all Iranian assets in the United States in response to the hostage crisis. Carter was well-meaning, but far too timid in foreign affairs. The idea of a kinder, gentler world sounds wonderful, but will not work, simply because there will always be a bully on the playground who does not subscribe to the theory. 1995, there's a partial government shutdown due to a budget debate. These things are mostly a publicity stunt for all involved. The national debt is $98,000 per every citizen and nearly a quarter million dollars for each taxpayer. We are broke, and neither party has the guts to make any serious attempts at stopping the bleeding. If there is any bright side, the other world financial power, communist China's debt, is about half of ours and growing rapidly. Economists think China will not surpass the U.S. as the largest economy in the next four decades, if ever. Currently, the per capita income is one-fifth of America's. Despite all of the promotion of socialist ideas, the U.S. free market economy is still a powerhouse like no other. That our politicians can abuse it as much as they do and it still recovers is not widely reported in the media. While China is good at mass producing, they're not creative. That element still remains firmly in the West. Despite a lot of debate about the occultish content, the second of eight Harry Potter films is released in 2002. The full series has grossed almost a billion dollars each. Tucker Carlson Tonight premieres on Fox Television six years ago. There was a meme on Facebook yesterday that tried to equate the cry against political activism of Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James with Herschel Walker running for Senate. Now for the record, all of the entertainers, and that's what professional sports are, pure and simple, should keep in mind they are paid to entertain. That goes for Holly Weird as well. We do not care about their feelings on issues. They run the risk of expending their celebrity capital if their position is not in line with their audience, or the entertainment value is exceeded. Kaepernick certainly did that. James, not as much. Herschel Walker is a name you may or may not recall as a professional football player. So how is he different? He retired from the NFL 25 years ago. Yes, he has some name recognition, but that is all. He's not mixing the two. The leftist post wanted to equate the two and make it appear the Republicans were being hypocritical. It is in no way a fair comparison. Of course, the left media would love to flaunt Kaepernick and James as spokesmen for the new America, but were quick to denounce Tim Tebow. They are more than willing to genuflect at every leftist idea that floats down the stream almost as quick as they are to trounce anything that's slightly suggestive of restraint, morals, or piety. The disease that is rotting society today is a total disdain and lack of personal responsibility and restraint. The ideas that saturated the cultural revolution of the 60s are now in their third generation, and the results are not good. The idea of free love has morphed into a rabid defense of infanticide and the newspeak calling it health care not to mention the perverse sexualization of primary school children. 
anyone who dares to question the state of affairs is labeled as a hate monger. It is not hate to simply say freedom must be countered with restraint. Maybe the very definition of freedom is to realize there are consequences to our actions and be mature enough to pull back and not drive the machine at full capacity all of the time. That, folks, is insanity. Yet, that is exactly where the popular culture has been for the last four or five decades. Yes, maybe Ozzie and Harriet portrayal was overly done, but it would be far better to err on the side of restraint than the social mess we are in today. In other news, a Minnesota couple on a 10th anniversary trip to Crater of Diamond State Park in Arkansas unearthed a 1.9 carat brown diamond last week. The rough stone was about the size of a pea. Park officials have registered almost two finds per day this year. Large stones are found every few months. That's history and comment for the 14th day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.